At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back here, hour two, betting across America here on a Saturday morning on the West Coast. Wes Reynolds here uh, in the pilot's chair, and uh, we're talking NFL preseason, NFL X week number one. Had some games uh, last night, and already uh, these games have been going to the over, and if you're looking at the two games that are about to kick off, uh, Kansas City and Chicago now seeing some 38, 38 and a half in the market on the total. A little bit of late money on the under in Carolina, Washington, so maybe uh, pros versus Joes here, obviously betters are going to bet what they've seen. I guess when the trend is your friend, even in the short term, you're seeing some uh, bets to the over, but yet the line is dropping a little bit on the Carolina-Washington total, so it looks like we're going to close 36. Uh, I believe we're still at 36 and a half at BetMGM. So uh, to discuss more on preseason week number two, we bring in our buddy Will Hill at NotTheWillHill on Twitter, and uh, Will has a couple plays here uh, on the NFL X card. Will, uh, good afternoon. Good to see you. Wes, what's up, my man? Thanks for having me. You're a uh, your natural point guard. It's the, those Indiana roots. You just <laughs> oh, comes naturally to you. I feel like I'm dribbling the ball off my leg on about every possession here, Will, but I appreciate that. Uh, let's go Kansas City, Chicago, because that's about to get kicked off. I think you've got something here. And uh, you went with the Kansas City Chiefs uh, at least early on. We know what they do. Patrick Mahomes and company probably going to play the first quarter. Chad Henney and the number two is going to play the second quarter. And then whoever we get for the uh, second half. So uh, you like the Chiefs, I think, early on in this one. 
Yeah, I went with Chiefs money line first half. I just think, like you said, Mahomes is going to play. And anytime these quarterbacks play, it's not just about the quarterback, which is the most important position, but you're not going to put a quarterback out there behind a backup offensive line with backup receivers. So the quarterback is sort of a representative of what the team uh, is going to do in terms of their incentive, who they're going to play. So you're going to play your starters on the offensive line, your receivers. So you're going to go at it here, at least for a series, a quarter, whatever it may be. So uh, that's enough for me to, uh, to play the Chiefs here in the first half on the money line. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. That was my follow-up, Will, in terms of uh, do you just go ahead and do money line here? Because preseason, look, uh, you get some kind of hinky scores here. You get teams maybe going for two when they normally wouldn't. You, of course, get the extra point deal. So you get decisions like last night in Philadelphia, I think, was a very good example. If you had the first half over, you kind of took a tough beat. Raise his hand uh, over 17 and a half. Uh, Nick Sirianni doesn't kick the field goal. Fourth and one from the 22 runs it up the middle. They get stuffed and it ends up 14 to three at the half. So you get some really weird decisions because they want to simulate uh, different situations. So is that what you pretty much do? You go at the money line and just take the points out of play at the risk of something crazy kind of happening. Yeah, absolutely. And for all the reasons you just mentioned, you, you see that in bowl games all the time too, where, Hey, it's the, the blue bonnet bowl. We're down mm-hmm. a touchdown. It's late. We're going to you know go for two and either win by one or lose by one. And if there's enough time and you get the two, maybe you give up the field goal at the end. So it lands on one or two. Uh, Hey, and if you're going to complain about your bad beats, I'm just going to go with you. I had the lions plus a point and a half up three, fourth and 10 from the 22. If you, oh, maybe they'll just kick the field goal of the Falcons. And you know what? We'll either get a tie or a win, but of course nobody wants the tie. So uh, they don't want to play overtime. So they, of course uh, Desmond Ritter just, you know, heaves one up on fourth and 10 touchdown Falcons win. So you certainly get some strange ones too. And if you're up uh, late on the East coast, green Bay, San Francisco, and this mattered for teasers and uh, teasers could be an interesting talking point here. If you want to discuss that, um, you know, Green Bay went up to eight and a half. So it was a long teaser. It was a logical one with Atlanta and Green Bay's down seven. The 49ers are inside the 10 yard line. And there, there was enough time where they couldn't run out the entire clock, but they took knees anyway. And Green Bay said, you know what? If you're going to take knees, we're, we don't really care. We're not going to try to get the ball back here down 10 with 30 seconds left. Like we might in the regular season, you can knee. we'll go home and the game lands on seven. So like you said, we see some wonky stuff here in the preseason. And that's why look, I bet it. I think it's bettable. I think it's beatable, but there is a human element here where, I, I mean, you know, this as a better, you never want to make a bet lose and then say, what the hell did I just lose my money on? So I, I never go too crazy with this stuff, but I do think there are some, uh, some places where you can get an edge. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, Steven, you brought up the point in terms of the totals, uh, that they're eight. No, so far, and they've been bet accordingly. And that's one of the things I try to urge people on preseason. If you're going to get the number, either bet early or bet late on the other side, because these, these move basically on yeah. nothing. It's almost like they move on air and they just move on information. I think would going forward. Uh, so, so you got to get these early and you don't want to be too late to the party. And we're kind of uh, seeing that materialize today. We are. And even last night, will uh, not to uh, air our, our text messages here, but will's amazing. I, I'll go to bed at like eight o'clock West coast time. And I know will is, is up, you know, all hours of the night betting these games. And I get texts about totals and the overs, but he's absolutely right. I mean, he's been, he's been on top of this the entire time. Well, I'm curious, do you think that trend continues today? Because it's very likely we end today with the, the, the overs. Oh, and eight. Yeah, it, it's been incredible. And again, it, you know, it, everything is price sensitive. So you could say you like the over, but it moves three points. Do you still like it? Maybe not as much. Uh, I would say just from a betting standpoint, 
finding a book that lets you tease totals to me is very attractive because these numbers are so low when you get a 30 or a 31 and you know, usually a golden rule, you don't tease totals, college NFL regular season, but NFL preseason, these points are so much more valuable. And if you can go from 30 down to 24, I mean, it's just as simple of like, uh, I don't care how low scoring, you know, preseason typically is. Uh, aside from this year, it's very hard to stay under 24. Something's going to happen. Somebody's going to score. So uh, I think it's really valuable if you can find uh, a book that lets you, you know, uh, tease these totals. And again, that's why it helps to have as many books as possible, as many outs as possible. Um, and, and it's, you know, I, I'm sh- sure a lot of people have different theories about why these games are going over. Maybe it's only three preseason games. You know, teams are trying to be more aggressive playing their guys earlier on because there's only, you know, three opportunities to do so. Maybe part of it is the uh, illegal contact emphasis. Remember, they're going to emphasize illegal contact, which is good for overs. It keeps drives going. It stops the clock. So, uh, I'm sure it'll even out at some point, but it'd be hard to you know get behind some of these unders. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm somebody that hates teasing totals, and I don't tease totals during the regular season. I especially don't tease them in college football when you have more possessions and more clock stoppages. But in terms of the preseason with low totals, look, all our totals are going to be in the at least the low 40s to even the 50s for the regular season. You're not seeing any preseason totals really in the 40s. So I think to your point, I think that that could give you at least a little bit of value either to tease up or to tease down. And we mentioned about the overs last night, but I think three of the five games went under for the second half. And that's usually what I like to do. If you get a high scoring game, I like to go under in the second half because all of a sudden you're getting the threes and the fours on both sides. So you get sloppy play, you get a lot of mistakes. So uh, in terms of, uh, you know, when you do this with totals, do you mainly like focus on first half or do you focus on full game for the preseason? I've been doing the game, but look, if you get a a favorable half, you can do it where you bet first half over, you bet full game over. Then if it goes well for you in the first half, you could play second half under and have a chance for at least two out of three. You're guaranteed at least to go two and one and have a chance to go three and oh and and into middle it. So there's definitely uh, definitely different ways to play here in terms of the totals. Uh, But you make a good point here where like, you know, I I know we were tweeting the other day. Anthony Brown comes in for the Ravens. You're like, all right, let's bet the Titans or let's bet the under. And he actually played okay. Titans dropped a pick. But, you know, some of these quarterbacks just don't belong in the league. Some of these offensive lines uh, are really, you know, not up to par. So I would feel like, you know, once you get deeper into this game, threes and fours, the defenses kind of have the advantage. Well, I think this is a side that we're going to be simpatico on. This is the mid-afternoon game. This is going to get kicked off for Eastern 1 Pacific. Indianapolis up in Orchard Park to take on the Buffalo Bills, beat them in the regular season. Colts have gotten the money here, and uh, you you had a term that you used during the break before you were going to come on for the segment, information-based. And most of these bets are going to be information-based with the Indianapolis Colts. I think you see this the same way. How are you approaching the horseshoe? Yeah, I took the Colts on the money line. And again, it's all information. It was Reich. I think a week or so ago, he made the comment, look, we have a new quarterback. We want to get some continuity going. We're going to play our guys more than usual. Well, at that point, it's Colts plus three and a half. And it slowly ticked. I mean, it quickly jumped from three and a half to like one and a half. And then slowly trickled to the point where it's about a pick them now. I've seen it where the Colts were favored. And again, you have multiple outs because unlike in the regular season where like, you know, week six, if. Packers are playing the Cowboys. That line's going to be three, one place. It's pretty much going to be three everywhere. Maybe you get a two and a half or something once in a while. But for the most part, you see some uniformity in the lines preseason. You'll, if you got multiple books, you'll say, you know what? This book has it as a pick them. This book has it plus one and a half. And as we talked about, those points are very valuable. Uh, but back to this game, I do like Indy. I just think they're going to play their guys. It's really uh, as simple as that, where they're going to, you know, 
put more of an emphasis on getting their guys some reps here. And that's basically the uh, the basis of the bet with Indy first half money line. Steven, the main topic during the preseason usually is the Baltimore Ravens because they have now won 21 in a row, I believe uh, 19 and two against the number for that matter. And in this Colts bills, we got two coaches that I think really do take the preseason seriously. Frank Reich has been very good. I think seven, three and one Sean McDermott, 10 and five straight up eight and three straight up as an underdog for the Buffalo bills. So the bills, we know super bowl favorites and all that. And I know that's your team. But they take this preseason pretty darn seriously. First of all, the Super Bowl aspirations make me very nervous as a Bills fan. We are not used to being <laughs> here. I can tell it. you that. Embrace very nervous. It. I don't know what to make of this. Will tells me this constantly when he when he jumps on Lombardi line. It makes me very nervous every week. But what I will say is McDermott does like to take the preseason seriously. I don't know what to make of it. He has the second longest streak right now, straight up, 8-0, behind Baltimore. So... I don't know. I, I Listen, we're not going to see Josh Allen today. I'm interested to see what Case Keenum can bring, what Matt Barkley can bring with this offense because we're a Josh Allen injury away from being an 8-8 eight eight football, 8-9 eight football team. So it, it's I'm very nervous about uh, preseason, especially when you see Zach Wilson go down. I, I don't know what to make of today's game. I tend to lean Colts if I'm honest. Yeah, I, and I like them for the first half as well. Uh, there was an interesting piece, and we'll get to that later in the program. Uh, Stephen Holder, by the way, the Colts beat reporter for ESPN NFL, and he talked about the fact that Frank Reich has said that they want to use Jonathan Taylor a little bit less this year. They don't want to give him too many touches because it got way lopsided in the second half of the season, Will. Uh, really, the fact that, you know, Carson Wentz had kind of, you know, we they'd seen what they'd seen with him. So uh, that's going to be interesting, I think, going forward. Uh, Will sticking around, by the way, for another segment here. And uh, we'll talk more NFL. We'll also get to see what he likes on the baseball card that is currently getting started. First game on way the double dip the Braves and the Marlins keep it right here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network you're listening to Betting Across America At Bet365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID. Open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in the state of Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Back here on Betting Across America on Visa and the Sport Betting Network. Wes Reynolds along with you in the co-pilot's chair here on a Saturday. And uh, stop me if you've heard this before. Touchdown Kansas City Chiefs on the first drive of the game. Patrick Mahomes leads them down the field with relative ease. And uh, we do have a touchdown. I'm trying to identify the player. That does not look like Travis Kelsey. No matter what, it's going to be a touchdown for the Kansas City Chiefs. Extra point pending. Will Hill, our guest here, off to a very good start with the Kansas City Chiefs first half. Uh, So, uh, just like clockwork, we mentioned it, Will. Andy Reid likes to play those starters, at least for the first quarter. So, first thing down, Patrick Mahomes in midseason form gets him down the field, bears in a hole early. Yeah, that might put to bed the quarterback controversy in Kansas City. I think that gives <laughs> Mahomes a leg up here to, to win the job. I know, uh, you know, it, it was a, a difficult battle coming into camp, and I think that's going to give Mahomes a chance to uh, to start here on opening day. He's pretty good. Yeah, he gave a, he gave himself some breathing room, I would think, for the rest of the season. So uh, Kansas City already on the board. Bears, by the way, went three and out. So uh, Justin Fields and company going to try to uh, do a little bit better this time. That, by the way, that was the belldozer. You may remember him from Oklahoma, Blake Bell. He gets the touchdown. Down. So uh, already seven nothing Kansas City. Uh, Will just kind of uh, looking at what we saw last night in terms of the preseason. The number one story, of course, is Zach Wilson. Never good to see your uh, quarterback down 30 minutes into the game one of the preseason. Uh, did walk off a little bit under his own power. Uh, did get a decent medical report, at least. A knee injury, but it is a bone bruise and a little bit of meniscus tear. Not, not ligament damage, though. So initial reports, two to four weeks. And I know that you follow the Jets very closely. You do the New York City cast right here on VEASAN. Uh there are some decent expectations for this team that this team is going to be a little bit better. What are your expectations for these guys? 
you know, it's funny. You see a quarterback, and there were a lot of reports from you know some of the Twitter doctors out there that he tore his ACL. And uh, I think we're all trained as better as a starting quarterback tears his ACL. You go to bet the under for the season wins for any of the books that still have it up. So I did that last night, and then it turns out uh, he's not hurt that severely. But boy, not to be cruel, but it, it might have been better for Jets over betters if he was, because just the wheel started to spin. And I was like, you know what? Salah might be under some heat. Uh, Joe Douglas, the GM, might be under some heat. They have a relationship with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, Salah from San Francisco, Garoppolo from San Francisco. If you put Garoppolo on this team, could they win seven or eight games? That's not impossible. I'm not a fan of Wilson. I'm not a fan of the coach. I thought Salah had one home run season in San Francisco 2019. They were incredible on defense. Other than that, they were really sort of middling. Uh, there's some talent. The talent is better, but I just think that's uh, – Boy, this is a rough division and a rough conference to sort of get your sea legs under you. That's a brutal schedule, and it's obvious, but it's worth saying, I think. When you're the worst team in a good division, you have the hardest schedule because you don't get to play yourself. The Bills get two games against the Jets. The Patriots get two games against the Jets. The Jets don't have those two breathers against the Jets. I mean, so that's a really tough schedule. They play the AFC North. Uh, if you just go down the line here, that's a brutal schedule. So I would still lean towards the under six wins. Well, if you're looking at this this Jets team, as I am right now, don't you have to figure out what you have in Zach Wilson? I'm not sure yeah. trading for Jimmy Garoppolo is the best thing long-term for this franchise. You've, you've got to figure out what you have in this young man, and you've got to figure out if Robert Salaz is actually the guy at head coach. Yeah, no, I was just going under the scenario that if Wilson was out for the year in order to save your season, you know, you're not going to go with 17 games of Joe Flacco at this sure. stage of his career. <laughs> you know what? Let's go with Garoppolo. But now that Wilson's back, absolutely. You have to answer the question with Jones. Uh, I'm sorry, with Wilson. And I, and I would say with Jones in, in New York as well with the Giants, because I know uh, the Giants have been a team people kind of pinpointed for Garoppolo. But you know what? Answer the question with Jones. I think we probably know the answer, but might as well be sure. You don't want to have him go somewhere else under better coaching and take off. So you know what? Find out what you have in Jones. Find out what you have in Wilson. It's a good quarterback draft class, so it could two serve, serve two purposes. You know what? He takes off and he plays really well. Then you're happy. Well, he plays really terribly or, or really poorly, and then you have a top three, top five pick. Well, it's a good quarterback draft class, it looks like, with Stroud and with Bryce Young, some of these other guys. So absolutely find out what you have and. I mean, the Jets are not adverse to be picking another quarterback in another year or two. It wouldn't shock me. Will, uh, injuries were the theme not only on the gridiron last night in New York, but also on the diamond. Uh, a couple of Mets starters, Jeff McNeil, leaves with a hand injury last night. Eduardo Escobar, they are both questionable, I believe, today. I haven't seen the lineup. It doesn't look like long-term ramifications, at least on first glance. But a uh, good one here tonight in uh, City Field. We have uh, Aaron Nola for the Phillies, Jacob deGrom for the New York Mets. Big price, though, on the Mets, over $2 pretty much market-wide. Uh, total now... Uh, down to six, I'm seeing juice to the over, minus a dollar twenty at BetMGM, some dollar fifteens out there in the market. Uh, would you still go under this paltry total of six in Flushing Queens tonight, Will? Yeah, six is cutting it close because of course three three puts you over no matter what. It was six and a half. I might just look for a first five under. The Mets are notorious for not hitting when DeGrom's on the mound. Again, I don't think he can lay minus two hundred because Noah, other than a blow up uh, a start or two ago, Noah had been really good. Led the league in whip, wasn't, walk, wasn't walking people, sort of had a breakout career year. He's always a guy who had really good stuff, always wanted you leaving, you know, left you wanting a little bit more, so to speak. Uh, but he sort of put it together this year. I thought he was a dark horse, Cy Young candidate, 40, 50 to 1. I thought he was somebody worth taking a stab at. So great pitching matchup. I would still lean towards the under, but probably play the first five, even though it's certainly cutting it close. It's, they're probably hanging up a three. 
uh, you know, minus minus 25, something like that in the first half, first five. But I would still lean towards the under. Yeah. And, uh, you know, be interesting. I, I'm, I'm guessing McNeil and Escobar are going to be OK. And you mentioned Aaron Nola. The guy's only eight and eight this year. His ex-pips under three. And that's outstanding. So he doesn't get a lot of run support either, much like Jacob deGrom. Uh, well, let's go to the other uh, borough there in New York City, the Bronx, even though the Yankees on the road in Boston. And uh, do we yeah, have to? We, we do. But, but because I know that you've been talking about the bullpen being a game of musical chairs there in the Bronx pretty much all season. And uh, the guy that lost his job might be gaining his job back again. This looked very good his last few outings. And that is a Chapman. Yeah. Any Yankee fans that are listening, hopefully they already ate their lunch because the idea of a role, this Chapman in a one run game against like the Astros and the ALCS does not sit well with anybody, but it might come to that point. I don't know. Holmes has been so good. I think it was his first 38 innings. He allowed two or three runs and then the 11 innings since he's allowed 11 runs. I don't know if it's mechanical. I don't know if it's an injury. He was a guy who's just, he was basically as good as Diaz early on where you couldn't even get the ball out of the infield against the guy. That's the biggest concern because you know, Stanton will be back. Again, he, he gets hurt and tends to stay hurt. So who knows when he'll be back, but it sounds like he'll be back, uh, you know, within the next couple of weeks, Severino will come back at some point. Uh, Rizzo is back. So they, the injuries have certainly taken a toll between Severino Stanton, and Michael King. Uh, the biggest concern is Holmes now because Holmes uh, was lights out at the end of these games. He was automatic and now he's been a disaster. He gives up a run every time out. And do you really want to go back to Chapman? Chapman's pitched well lately. His last eight appearances, eight innings, no runs. Uh, he's gotten the control uh, situated there. So it's a dangerous thought. They have some depth in the bullpen with some of the guys they acquired at the deadline with Efros and with Trevino. They have numbers there, but in, in you know, Marinaccio has pitched well for them, but they don't have that lights out guy. And that's a real concern right now for the Yankees who have played terribly here. These last two or three weeks, I know they were due for some regression. I mean, they got Hicks in the lineup. Kiner Falefa, they've got some certain weak spots, but boy, they are lucky Toronto and Tampa hasn't won a few more games because if those teams had just played pretty well the last couple of weeks, this division could actually be tightening, but they still have a pretty, uh, pretty comfortable nine game lead there in the East. Yeah. Yankees losers of eight of their last nine, 15 and 21 here in July and August. It is Frankie Montas on the mound against Cutter Crawford. Uh, not a very good start for Frankie Montas in his uh, pinstripe debut only goes three innings in St. Louis. They lose 12 to nine blip on the radar. Do you think he gets right? here against the Red Sox tonight. I like Montas. It's always hard to tell coming to New York. Remember, Sonny Gray was great for the A's, and he's been great ever since he left the Yankees. He was not good for the Yankees. You always wonder, you know, bright lights, put on the pinstripes. Sometimes uh, guys don't pitch as well, but I like his stuff. Ground ball guy, strikeout guy. Uh, that will play well in Fenway. This is a, a pit pitcher that the Yankees can hit. Uh, I do like the Yankees this price tonight. Well, about 45 seconds left. Let's stay in the AL East. We do have uh, at 110 Pacific, 410 Eastern, uh, Baltimore and Tampa Bay. The Orioles, it looked like they were given up at the deadline, uh, just giving Trey Mancini away for him to sit on the bench down there in Houston. Dusty uh, might want to play him and see what you got with him. But nevertheless, Baltimore gets the win last night. They were actually a half a game over the Rays, but it is Shane McClanahan on the mound for Tampa tonight. I like the under here and the Orioles look best story in baseball. They're a little like the major league Indians where it's like, we got no choice, but to win the whole bleeping thing. They are such a good story. They trade all their guys. Rip the piece they off are of Peter a... Angelos, I guess. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's a great story. <laughs> and the guy they're pitching today, DL hall is a big time prospect, which is the scary thing about Baltimore. They got these prospects coming. Uh, Rodriguez, Grayson Rodriguez, DL hall. They got prospect after prospect. They are building a juggernaut in Baltimore, which is kind of hard to believe weird to say, but I do like the under in this one again, Baltimore, just a tremendous story and been extremely profitable. 
I realize that was a horrifying visual saying to rip the piece off of Peter Angelos there for uh, Baltimore fans. But nevertheless, uh, they're not going into that good night. Uh, Will is going to go into that good night because he's given us two segments already this afternoon. Will, thanks for joining us. I will see you guys in person tomorrow sometime this week. I'll be in Vegas. Thanks for having me. Good to see you, Will. And uh, we'll be back on the other side. This is Betting Across America right here on VSIN. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. College football guide is out now, and the NFL guide is coming in just a couple weeks. Start your football season on the right foot with extra profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, over-under recommendations. Plus, you get best bets on season win totals, division finishes in order, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VSIN all-access subscriber. Sign up early for a discounted $175, and you'll receive the college and pro football betting guides along with full VSIN access all the way through the Super Bowl or join us at $40 a month and see everything VSIN has to offer to up your betting game. Go to vsin.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Once again, that is vsin.com slash subscribe. Back here on Betting Across America, Wes Reynolds here uh, flying solo here on a Saturday, but uh, Stephen Bond is uh, holding my hand, our producer. And, uh, I'm doing my best, Wes. I'm you, doing my best. You're holding my hand. You are getting me through this show. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, two scores to get you updated on because uh, we're going to talk some more NFL preseason here. Kansas City up 7 and nothing. Three minutes left to go in the first quarter. Kansas City, I believe, uh, you know, was driving again. It looks like there's a flag on the play. I thought Kansas City might have forced a turnover there on the special teams, but uh, nevertheless, Patrick Mahomes did what Patrick Mahomes do six to seven 60 yards and a touchdown that was the belldozer Blake Bell that caught that touchdown so seven nothing Kansas City and right now Carolina off to a good start 10 to nothing over the Washington Commanders uh, Baker Mayfield looked very solid early on four of seven for 45 yards but this touchdown was Sam Darnold to Richard Higgins from eight yards out so now 10 to nothing 334 left to go in the first quarter Carolina Panthers minus six and a half minus a dollar 15 at bet MGM 40 and a half. The total remember that did get bet a little bit to the under uh, at 37 went down to 36 in terms of the closer. So uh, Carolina off to a very good start. So at least uh, some encouraging news down there in Charlotte, Carolina. I tell you what, Baker looked good early on. I'm, I'm just seeing a couple of the highlights here as we're obviously in show and, and he's slinging it. He looks confident in the pocket. I think that's the edge we're going to get from Baker early. So I guess take that information with, for what you will. Mm-hmm. early in the preseason, and if he does get the job, I guess early on in the regular season, Wes, because he, we know Baker. He's a, a guy that's going to have an easy chip on his shoulder. He's a momentum you, guy. He is, but I think you could take advantage of that, understanding you know what's ahead on the schedule and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Baker Mayfield, 4-7, 45 yards. And look, uh, this is the last year of his deal. So he's trying to bottle play maybe for a job in Carolina, but someplace else. So uh, off to a good start are the Panthers. By the way, uh, that was a muff pump, but the Chicago Bears recover. So uh, 7 nothing here, 2:04 left to go in the first quarter at Soldier Field. Uh, we're going to get into the mid-afternoon game, though, that's going to start at 4 Eastern, 1 Pacific, and that's Indianapolis and Buffalo. I know we talked a little bit about it with Will, Will and I are kind of simpatico on that first half for Indianapolis because it looks like uh, Matt Ryan is going to go. And actually, Frank Wright came out and uh, said to Lara Overton, who is the uh, television reporter for the preseason for the Indianapolis Colts coverage, and 
told her every first stringer is going to play today except for Jonathan Taylor, which, uh, you know, obviously you want to rest or the best running back in football, I think. And uh, uh, we'll also get into that uh, because there was an interesting piece that I saw today. I believe it was from Stephen Holder at ESPN. And he talked with Frank Reich, did a little bit of, you know, uh, you know, house camp going, the usual story in terms of the preview. Uh, you know, the fans' expectations have really grown, Stephen, for Jonathan Taylor. But yep. Frank Reich is saying, you know, maybe the numbers and this is especially if you're getting into props or MVP markets that they want to use him a little bit. I don't want to say sparingly. You obviously got a stud in the backfield and you want to ride him, but you don't want to do what they did in the second half of the season where they were one of the more imbalanced offenses uh, down the stretch, Steven. I think uh, they only passed 52 per six or 52.6. If I can get that out on offensive plays were passing plays for Indianapolis. That was the fifth lowest mark in the league last year. They needed to though, right? Because Carson Wentz was not the Carson Wentz we saw obviously years ago. He hasn't been for quite some time, which is why he's in Washington now. I think it's different with Matt Ryan. I think it's a guy that, again, we talk about a little chip on your shoulder. For the first time in a long time, Matt Ryan has that chip. He's going to want to throw the ball a little bit. I I do question their receiving core. You wonder what you get. I mean, obviously, they're the tallest receiving core probably in the league is my guess at this point. But I do wonder what you get with that receiving core. You've got a nice tight end uh, in Mo Alley-Cox and I think a threat in the red zone. Can he be a threat between the 20s? I think is the real question. And there is no question with Jonathan Taylor. I think the only question is, if you're a fantasy player or you're a prop player, how much is he going to get used this year? He's got a lot of tread on his tires, I think. Obviously, Wisconsin used him a ton, and they had to. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so did Indianapolis last year. But he's a stud. I mean, this guy is a a one A. As you're talking about, li- uh, you know, a list of of blue chip running backs and and shameless plug, Femi and Michael will talk about Michael's list of blue chip running backs next week on the the GM shuffle. I think Jonathan Taylor's one 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 A right now. Yes. I don't think there's another guy out there. Yes. So. Spoiler alert, Jonathan Taylor is going to be a blue chip on that list. Uh, but tune <laughs> into the no GM doubt. Shuffle with Femi and Michael anyway. Uh, some good stuff, and they've had good stuff all summer, so get your archives for that podcast. And what we mentioned about Taylor, too, that five-game stretch at the end of the season, he averaged, I believe, 27.2 carries a game. He had 332 for the season. That was the most in the NFL. I think a guy to watch, especially if like you're a fantasy player or a week-to-week guy, Keep an eye on Naeem Himes, I I think, Stephen, because last year wasn't really much of a factor. Only 96 touches last season. He had 132 on average in the first three seasons. And Himes is really the guy that they like catching out of the backfield. Not that Jonathan Taylor can't do that and can't be a receiver, but that's not really necessarily his wheelhouse. His wheelhouse is between the tackers, hash number, sideline, off to the races. But Naeem Himes, I think, is a guy that they really got to use in that passing game because he is their kick Mm -hmm. returner. So you know that he's pretty shifty. So I got to think you're going to be seeing a lot more of him this season. So here's a matchup for today for you, Wes. Then Naheem Hines and James Cook. I think these are two guys we're going to see a lot of throughout this preseason to see what they have. And also another guy for your Colts, Philip Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Philip Lindsay, rather. A guy that was so prolific with Denver for so many years mm-hmm. and then just seemingly fell off a cliff, has bounced around the league a little bit. I believe it was with Houston last yeah. year. I'm interested to see the, the running back depth. I mean, certainly not the uh, the marquee matchups you're looking for in a preseason game. The storylines just aren't there. I mean, these two teams should make the postseason. And, and if they meet in the postseason, I'll be honest with you, Wes, I'll be terrified because I think this Colts team is built to win 
come the playoffs. Yeah, Colts, uh, look, they're going to be able, even if they're going to use Taylor a little bit less than if Frank Reich is to be believed here in his comments to Stephen Holder, they're going to use him at least a little bit less, but they're going to be able to run the ball. They're going to be one of the better running attacks in the league. When you got Quentin Nelson up there up front and Ryan Kelly, this is a veteran offensive line. So I think it's one of the top 10 offensive lines at bare minimum in the league. So they're going to be able to run the ball. But you mentioned James Cook for Buffalo, and I'm interested as a Bills fan and Bills partisan that you yep. are, Stephen yep, Bond. Very uh, partisan. What do you think, though, of uh, what's going to happen here at running back? Do you think James Cook is going to take over for Sean Singletary? Well, I, I'll tell you, Motor has been so up and down. I think there's been flashes with Devin Singletary where you see, okay, this could be something great. I, I don't know that we've seen enough, and I think that's why the Bills have been, for, for a couple of years now, rumored in the draft to be after some higher-profile running backs coming out mm-hmm. of college. I think they settled for James Cook. I think they probably liked his ability receiving the ball out of the backfield. And let's be honest, Josh Allen has been their best receiver for three years now. That can't happen when you pay a guy a quarter billion dollars. You need him to throw the ball. You need him to stay upright. And you need his availability. So I'm fascinated to see what James Cook can bring to this offense. I think we'll get a look at it today. I think Devin Singletary will continue to be the, the number one. Zach Moss has been the number two right now, but his, his spot on the roster is very iffy in my mind because you drafted James Cook and you want that extra element. I think we'll see it today in Buffalo. You know, today's uh, matchup is, is, is fascinating to me from a, a pick'em standpoint. If the Colts are going to play some starters, I don't have confidence that the Bills are. To me, this would be an easy Colts play. Yeah, yeah, and I like it for the first half, maybe not for the full game, uh, but uh, Stephen, got about 90 seconds here. I want to ask you, because there is a new sheriff in town in terms of being an offensive coordinator, that, of course, Ken Dorsey, the former quarterback, national champion winner from the U, and he is going to take over Brian Dable now, the Giants head coach, so it's Dorsey as the OC, Joe Brady is the quarterback's coach. Yep. Do you see much of a change in offensive philosophy, though, for the Bills this I year? I think the philosophy will remain the same. Whether the effectiveness is the same remains to be seen. And I, I think it's going to take a couple of weeks for these guys to get uh, in tune, right? It's Yes, Dayball was a huge part of the offense, and Josh loved him. But we have to remember, Ken Dorsey, in effect, was handpicked by Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, in theory, it should be the same system. It should be the same lingo. It's just a different voice come game day. I, I think we'll see a little bit of a... Uh, a regression early on, but I think as the season progresses, that offense is going to flourish. Do you think maybe early on that they're going to rely a little bit on that running game, whether it is Cook or whether it's Singletary or a combination of both, yeah. just to try to get some comfort there? That's fascinating, Wes. You know, Gabe Davis is a guy that's going to have a lot of buzz, maybe in the prop market, maybe mm-hmm. on, on fantasy teams. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see what he brings early because he's suddenly thrust into that number two role. The expectations are a lot higher a lot because higher. of that Kansas City um, game. Oh my gosh, so much higher. Four touchdowns over 200 yards I'm interested to see what Josh has in him early if he's got that confidence I think he does uh, and I think this is a team that's going to want to throw the ball and they know they can so let's lean on on what we do well we'll have more on Colts Bills later on but we'll also get into more games uh, Seahawks Steelers on the other side keep it here on VEASAN the sports betting network
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets, risk-free tokens, planning a trip to Las Vegas. You can also convert your BetMGM points into BetMGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
back here on Betting Across America on a Saturday. Wes Reynolds off flying solo, but not to be solo for long as we're going to bring Mike Pritchard into the fold. Before we do that, let's get you a couple score updates of the games in progress. 7-0 in Kansas City now in the second quarter over the Chicago Bears. Uh, Patrick Mahomes leads them on a touchdown drive for the opener. So, uh, as usual, Chad Henney, by the way, in the number two is in for Kansas City right now. 10-6, Carolina over Washington. 10-59 left to go in the second quarter. Baker Mayfield 4-7 on his first drive. Sam Darnold threw a touchdown pass on his second drive. So uh, we're going to go through the rest of the card today, and we're going to bring in our buddy Mike Pritchard to do that. Pritch, how you doing this morning? I'm doing great, Wes. How you guys doing? I'm doing all right, man. We're, we're, we're keeping it together. <laughs> Stephen Bond has done a a tremendous job of keeping this on, on the tracks here Thanks, this Wes. afternoon. So uh, we appreciate oh, Stephen and we appreciate you too as well, Mike. Uh, let's get into a couple games here in terms of the night slate. We have Seattle and Pittsburgh and Seattle actually took a little bit of money this morning. This was two now seeing some ones and one and a halves this, at BetMGM in terms of the market. Look, we don't expect a lot out of Seattle this year. Uh, you've seen Drew Locke up close. You followed the Denver Broncos being a former Bronco yourself for several years and uh it's between him and geno smith for that job so you just look at the seattle team not a lot of talent up there but the market at least likes them this afternoon against pittsburgh yeah i'm leaning towards seattle too guys to be honest with you because uh both teams have quarterback competitions right um i you got to find out who's going to be your starter geno or drew and then on the other side too for uh, the Steelers, you got Trubisky and, and Rudolph and Pickett. I mean, eventually Pickett will, but Trubisky I, I think has a chance to solidify himself as a starter. So what has played out for me so far in preseason is how competitive these coaches have been with their backups. I mean, Green Bay, San Francisco, that felt like a regular season game a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not very vanilla out there. I think a lot of people are anticipating that. Maybe the oddsmakers were too. That's why we had so many low totals. But I, I, this game, Seattle-Pittsburgh, feels like because of the competitiveness of Pete Carroll. And certainly you got Tomlin on the other side with a bunch of young players. It feels like this can be a competitive game as well. So... Uh, I, I lean Seattle. I would not be surprised, though, if Pittsburgh and Seattle can combine for a bunch of points, though. Stephen, uh, 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 Mike just mentioned uh, the uh, San Francisco Green Bay last night. They hope it's not regular season because if Jordan Love is going to be playing in the regular season, might not be <laughs> great for Green Bay. I know all three of those interceptions weren't his fault. One went off a receiver's hands. Uh, our guy Wyatt Tomchek was uh, defending the honor of Jordan Love last night <laughs> here in this studio. But, uh, Stephen, uh, just looking at this seattle Pittsburgh and I want to go to you on the Pittsburgh side. Uh, defense is a championship-level defense. Still is in Pittsburgh. Anytime you got T.J. Watt and Cameron Hayward up front, Mika Fitzpatrick uh, leading the secondary. But offensively, I'm going to be interested to see how Trubisky, you know, what he gives in terms of a dynamic to that offense because he doesn't have the arm necessarily as Roethlisberger does, but the guy can run. And you saw that last preseason with Buffalo. He's more athletic than you think. Trubisky absolutely is. And I think it's just taken him a minute to sort of acclimate to the system. I think Pritch can talk about this, having gone to a few different teams in the, in the NFL. It takes a minute. New scheme, new coaches. And, and what we don't think about, and Pritch, I, I'd love to get your take on this, is just – He's got a new routine, right? It's a different coffee shop. It's a, you know, the wife's got to go to a, you know, a different target, whatever it may be. The whole family life is is so different. I think it's taken him a minute to to acclimate, but I have faith in Trubisky ultimately. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if anything needs to happen, guys, it's, it's the mesh point. Uh, 
uh, I, I like to coin it that way, to coin that phrase, the mesh point of professional football. Like you hear about the mesh in option football with the wishbone and college football, but that has to be clean. I, I think coordinating an offense and executing an offense has to be clean. Matt Canada, Ben Roethlisberger, that dynamic was not clean. You had a younger coach, college-oriented coach, trying to implement a certain system, and Big Ben wanted to fall back on his ways, his old habits, and it didn't mesh. But now Trubisky, a younger player, younger quarterback, who can mold a little bit in Canada with his creative style of play calling, and all those young players, I think the mesh point is going to be a lot better for the Steelers this year offensively. So I, I agree with you guys. I'm looking forward to see what Trubisky can do, knowing that he's going to be highly uh, comfortable in this situation. To use your term mesh point, and mesh point that we expect is going to be very effective for a quarterback is Russell Wilson in Denver, certainly in the market, mm-hmm. at least in game one, believe so. A lot of this is information-based, of course. But now Denver up to a five-point favorite. That is a massive number for a free season. Uh, right. They're hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Fritch, I know you still have all your contacts back in Denver. Uh, what have you heard coming out of camp? And we know most of the reports are going to be positive, but in terms of what the expectations are for this team, team that uh, seems like a lot of people feel like Denver has a really high ceiling this season. Well, they're, everybody's excited about the Broncos. they got a new owner. Uh, they're going in, headed in the right direction. they got Russell Wilson. They're headed in the right direction that way because the success the Broncos have had uh, is with Elway trade. Uh, Peyton Manning picked up off the street because he got cut and then uh, trade with uh, Russell Wilson now. So I think the expectations are there. For the Broncos, I've played in this preseason game, fellas, the Dallas Cowboys and the Denver Broncos. There's, there's history with both of these franchises, right, uh, through, through, through the annals of the National Football League. So this game breaks out to be competitive. It really does because you got the bravado of the Cowboys on one sideline and the fans are fired up about that. They travel well. And then you got the Broncos fans. And I expect the Broncos fans to kind of be excited about this uh, start of a new era with uh, Russell Wilson. I don't know what the crowd's going to be like. I haven't checked the numbers. But the energy all week at practice has been at a higher level. They had one joint practice, which was kind of feisty, apparently. Uh, so uh, Denver Broncos, they were more physical. Uh, and you know this, guys. I mean, any times you get punched in the mouth, uh, like the Cowboys did in practice, I'm sure they want to punch back in this game. So uh, anything and everything can break out. Uh, but the Broncos, they have a lot to establish offensively early on with Russell uh, and certainly with the backups as well. Pritch, you brought up a point there that I want to ask you about because I don't know if you guys did this this much when you were a player, but we're seeing a lot more of these scrimmages before you play the games against your preseason opponent, and we see these scrimmages during training camp. Uh, do you think that right. that's made it maybe a little bit better, or is it given the edge more to the offenses? Because one of the things we've been talking about this morning, and look, it could be a short-term like blip radar trend or something, but 8-0 so far to the preseason, do you think the fact that these guys have been able to hit against each other, they kind of know what each other has, and that's really benefited the offense or just kind of a random thing here? Well, no, I, I think it does benefit the offense because you you have the joint practices and you get a feel for your opponent. Uh, and so you're watching tape, you're watching yourself against somebody different than somebody you're most familiar with on your own team, and now you're really studying how they play you and how they defend you. So I'll take you back to 94. We went to San Francisco. We played San Francisco in Japan in a preseason game. And San Francisco was the defending Super Bowl champions. And so we get off the plane. We're running gases. I'm with the Broncos, right? And 
this is the famous Terrell Davis game where he lit up uh, Drakeford on, on a kickoff return, and then the rest is history with Terrell Davis going into the Hall of Fame. But that was a different environment. We were playing the 49ers joint practices before the preseason game, and we wanted to make it more competitive, uh, and we did. We did. Certainly you want to set that standard. So, yeah, I think the joint practices are highly valuable. The coaches certainly appreciate that, and that tends to lead to more competitive situations in these games. Well, Russell Wilson saying let's ride now that he is going to be starting with Denver. We'll see how many reps he is going to get tonight. And we thank Mike Pritchard for uh, riding with us here on an early Saturday morning. Thanks for the time, Rich. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. You bet. Thank you for joining us. And, uh, yeah, Denver and Dallas, that has been a big move, Steve. And uh, you usually don't see a three-point move in the preseason. Obviously, all these moves are basically information-based. So, with this kind of move, you're expecting, okay, Russell Wilson's at least going to play a full quarter. I would think so. And, and listen, we know Russ. He's got his, his process, I guess, for lack of a better term, right? He, he's going to go through the, the reps he can in practice. He's going to get those mental reps. But it's hard to, to duplicate those – actual game-like reps. I think that's why we're seeing these more one-on-one uh, or more team-oriented type stuff, the, the um, organized stuff between different teams, is because you can control a little bit more than you can in these preseason games, which is why I think it's becoming more and more of a trend. Yeah, no no question about it. And uh, speaking of control, Tua Tagovailoa in control with Miami. New coach down there, Mike McDaniel. Battle of the Sunshine State going later tonight. Dolphins and Buccaneers. We'll get that on the other side right here on Visa and Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.